We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What is going on, Colts Nation, and welcome back to another episode of Bring the Juice. Your guys, Cody Felger, Derek Larger here, and it is officially 53-man roster prediction time, guys. We are here giving our thoughts, and I'm just going to say before we started, before we're going to start here and, and really dive into all these positions, there were a few positions that were tough to cut. We had to comb through a couple times and really figure out, okay, that means I'm going to have to make a tough cut here, a tough cut there. So there are a couple guys we could be talked into potentially on this roster, but after combing through it a couple times, this is kind of where we landed. So Derek, let's start on the offense, and let's start with the quarterback position. First off, how many do you think the Colts are going to keep, and who do you think those players are going to be? I think they end up keeping three quarterbacks. I know a lot of people have been saying, well, do they really keep Sam Ellinger? or Jacob Eason on this roster and, you know, just keep them or keep them on the practice squad. But I think ultimately it is going to come down to three quarterbacks here. And I think, you know, with the injury concerns you have with a couple of these guys, I mean, it makes sense to have three on the roster. So Carson Wentz, Jacob Eason, and Sam Ellinger, I think all make this roster for the quarterback spot. Yeah. And so this would indicate that you think Sam Ellinger will be back sooner than you know if they were to place him on pup or ir or anything like that you think he's going to be back earlier than that yeah i i i believe he'll be back within a month honestly i I don't think he gets deep into october at all without being back okay so that's the first three roster spots we have here let's move on to the running backs now for the running backs we decided to keep four guys i'll read the four guys we decided to keep this is probably the least surprising out of all these position groups derek of the guys we're going to keep we chose to keep the guys the colts kept last year jonathan taylor marlon mack naheem hines and jordan wilkins honestly pretty easy choice here yeah i mean you know a lot of people have been asking you know Deion jackson or bobby lemay i mean let's be honest both of them were doing uh really good things in preseason but you know Wilkins has that potential to play on the special teams. You know, Bobby LeMay really doesn't. Uh, Deion Jackson could do some of that for you, but then again, nothing really surprises you with Deion. So, you know, as much as I would like to see Deion Jackson come in here, I just think Wilkins takes that last spot. As a man who has 
and I'll admit it, a man crush on Deion Jackson, man. I, I'm not afraid to say he looked good, but honestly, I was kind of underwhelmed the first couple of games with Deion Jackson. Nothing special. Now, obviously, week three, he looked absolutely fantastic. And I was like, oh, baby, you know, keep him on the practice squad. I'm excited. Say, you know, because Jordan Wilkins might be gone next year. If we feel like, okay, if Deion Jackson does what he did in the last preseason game, great. That would be great for our number four running back moving forward. And so I think you stash him on the practice squad and maybe even protect him if you feel like there's going to be a market for him. I'm not sure if it necessarily will be, but I definitely like him a lot. And you're right, Bobby LeMay. I wanted to call him Benny LeMay, and I don't know why that is, but he just seems like a Benny to me. I don't know. Weird (laughs) thing. But anyway, LeMay, yeah, I thought he looked really good in the preseason as well. Kind of came out of nowhere. Like, we didn't know this guy's name before the preseason. And he just really showed out. And so credit to him and what he did. And maybe he's another practice squad guy that you keep because we all know the nature of this league and the nature of the running back position. It's such a physical position. Odds are, at least for a couple games, one of these running backs might be banged up or something. So it's always good to have insurance policies that you feel pretty good about on the practice squad. So mm-hmm. keeping four running backs there. So that brings our total up to seven now. Let's move on to the wide receivers. Another tough cut. But I think now with this T.Y. Hilton injury, we think they'll probably play some on PUP. If not, IR. We'll see. I mean, the culture adamant that this is not season ending, which is great. But, you know, it might be half the season or more. We don't know the severity of the T.Y. Hilton injury. So this really opens up the opportunity for another young receiver. And we're going to keep six. We were going to keep six initially. I don't think it necessarily changes the number we're going to keep. Who are the six, Derek, that you are keeping out of all these guys? Well, obviously, T.Y. Hilton's the first one to round out. You have Michael Pittman, Paris Campbell, Zach Paschal. Uh, Mike Strawn, for me, has done enough to make a splash on this roster. Um, As much as I absolutely hate to admit it, as much as I hate to admit it, because I want Patman to be on this roster. I really do. But, again, the classic special teams last receiver crap is getting in the way of my happiness here. So I'm going with Ashton Doolin with that last receiver spot. And of course with T Y Hilton now being out for several weeks, that means we'll probably have to call somebody else up. So maybe Patman does get a few snaps here in the first couple weeks of the season. Maybe we don't know. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of other guys that'll climb up the ladder you know, Vaughn's and Black and Harris, you know, those guys definitely will climb up the ladder a little bit. But yeah, those are the six that I anticipate being there for the majority of the season. See, it depending, and it really depends on the T.Y. Hilton injury. If it's as bad as some people have potentially indicated, I mean, if he's on IR or PUP, I mean, that will not take up a roster spot. So I do think that Desmond Patman will get the nod at the number six receiver if that is the case, or number five, however you want to look at it there. And I do think they keep Ashton Doolin as well. So I think you're right. I'm I'm going, you know, if T.Y. Hilton's not out there for a while, I'm going Pittman, I'm going Campbell, I'm going Pasco, I'm going Strawn, I'm going Ashton Doolin, and I'm going Desmond Patman. So, yeah, I think regardless, they're going to keep six. So I believe that's, let's see, seven plus six. What is that? I, I'm, not, I'm not very good at math. 15? 13. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. 
Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Thirteen. Yep, seven okay. plus six. Thir- Thir- Thirteen. Sorry, as you can tell, math was my worst subject, and it continues to be. And math was my All right. best. Okay. All right. <laughs> so <laughs> now we're moving on to tight end, and I think it's pretty safe to say the Colts are probably going to carry three tight ends here. The guys that we all expected, Jack Doyle, Moelle Cox, and Kylan Granson. So that brings it up to 16. But this is a like the running back position, Derek. This is pretty cut and dry, I think. Yeah. Now, there could be a surprise. I know a lot of people have said Farrod Green maybe potentially could sneak on as a number four tight end. I do ultimately think it's going to be three. But you know what? If Farrod Green comes on, I won't be upset if he's a number four. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yep. Pretty cut and dry. So we're not going to touch on that very, very pretty well known, honestly, with the tight end position. Yeah. So we're at 16 now. Let's move on to the offensive line. Now, the offensive line is a very interesting one. Obviously, with the injury to Sam Tevy, doesn't really do a whole lot uh, in terms of the roster construction and whatnot. But in terms of the offensive line, Derek, how many are you carrying and who are those guys? Uh, well, I'm going to carry nine offensive linemen right now. Uh, that obviously doesn't include Eric Fisher at the moment in time because of the PUP list. When he comes back, you can, you know, remove one of these guys from active duty if you want to. But ultimately, we saw Julian Davenport and Quentin Nelson, Ryan Kelly, Mark Lewinsky, and Braden Smith. All five of those guys are going to be there. And then you have. Uh, for the backup roles, you'd have Will Holden, and then you would have Danny Pinter. You would have Chris Reed, and then to round out the rest of the group, I'm going to say that Joey Hunt gets the nod on this one. I like okay. Carter O'Donnell. I like uh, that he is there, but ultimately he's injured right now. Uh, kind of leaves him the odd man out, and I really like Will Fries, but Will Fries is more of an interior offensive lineman. You already have solid depth at the guard position and the interior offensive line. Unless he knew how to play center, then I would have gave him the nod over Joey Hunt maybe. But as far as I'm concerned, Will Fries really doesn't do a lot of center work. So he's unfortunately the odd man out here. But I mean, maybe maybe he gets a practice squad uh, spot. Maybe. Uh, I highly doubt it. But um, yeah, I think that ends up being the uh, nine that we carry for right now. I do think he, you can't, I feel like you can't put him on the practice squad. I mean, seventh round pick, like I feel like he's going to go to the practice squad and be fine on the practice squad and say Danny Pinter, whenever he does come back, 
maybe there's not so much of a need for a Joey Hunt, right? And maybe then Will Fries gets the nod over Joey Hunt or, or however that would look like. Or maybe the Colts end up, hey, we want to keep 10 guys. You know, we like our offensive line depth. We want to keep 10 guys, especially with the 17th game. I don't know how exactly they're going to do that, but I think nine right now is a fair number. And then when Eric Fisher does come back, that'll push that up to 10, depending on what you want to do there as well. So, all right, what number does that put us at for the offense then? Uh, that would put us at 25 to start. 25, okay. So we still have a lot to go uh, for this defensive side. We still have a good amount here, and I, I think that's that's pretty good. Honestly, I do. So let's move on now to the defensive line. So I think overall as a defensive line, we're going to keep nine guys as well. We're going to keep, I believe we said, five guys on the defensive end and four guys in the interior. Derek, who are those guys? Well, uh, obviously for the defensive ends, we would have Ben Banigou, uh, Taekwon Lewis, Alkadi Muhammad. You would have Kamoko Ture, and you would have Isaac Rochelle for or Quiddy Pay. I'm sorry, I mentioned. I was like Quiddy Pay. I didn't mention. I forgot. I I missed the name there. Um, for the interior guys, DeForest Buckner, Grover Stewart. Taylor Stallworth and Andrew Brown. Now, ironically enough, I think that the nine doesn't include Dio Adangbo. When Dio comes back, I I'm not crazy when I say this. I think Taylor Stallworth might be the odd man out here. I think really? Taylor Stallworth could be the odd man out here because we know Taekwon Lewis has lined up on both the inside and the outside. We've seen him do both. I think Dio could do the same thing. And Dio, we know, is a much stronger and faster guy on the inside when it comes to the pass rush. Andrew Brown has shown in the offseason that he really can, you know, pick up the pace on that in the middle of that defensive line. He's shown it that he can get some pressure up the middle. I think that's what puts him there. And that's why he would be that backup role. And that's why I think you would only need at one point only three defensive tackles because you could substitute for a Dio Adangbo on the inside or a Tyquan Lewis on the inside for a player to to give DeForest Buckner or Grover Stewart some time off. You know, there's there's options and there's flexibility to how some of these guys play. And that also leaves Isaac Rochelle out of the mix of this as well. Well, let me ask you this question to playing devil's advocate here. What what do you lose in the run against the run? Because you have to play Derrick Henry twice. You have to play James Robinson twice. You have to play some pretty good running backs this season. So if you were to cut a Taylor Stallworth in favor of, of a guy like Andrew Brown, how big is the drop-off from a run-stopping standpoint? Well, I mean, Taylor Stallworth was a very impressive uh, defensive lineman, nonetheless, when it came to stopping the run. No question about that. But – yeah, the ultimate question is where do you draw the line, right? Where where does it become favorable of cutting away run production on one side of the de- interior of the defensive line versus adding some of that to the pass rush department? Now, my thing is, is that if we were to cut Taylor Stallworth, you might give up an extra one or two big runs a game. When I'm talking big runs, I'm mentioning like 10, 15-yard plays. But when you look at another option in a guy like Dio Adangbo being on the inside or having an Andrew Brown on the inside, you look at it as in that is an extra play or to a game in which you get more pressure up the middle, which allows your defensive ends to be better. So 
I think the ultimate, uh, I think the ultimate, uh, consequence here is worth it. I think it, it's okay to lose a little bit of that run production stopping power and Taylor Stallward to add a little bit of pass rush production in the middle. I'm kind of torn on it because I don't necessarily think that they will have Taylor Stallworth out there on, on pass downs much. So I could see both sides of this. I mean, I'm personally probably going to keep a guy like Taylor Stallworth just because you got to play some of these guys and he's probably not going to be in there. You have definitely have guys like Dio. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So and other guys in that interior that you feel like you can use in the pass rush a little bit more. But I get it. I, I get both sides of it. But I think I'm kind of on the other side. But hey, this is one of those things I think we can both agree to disagree here. Yep. So, all right. So we're keeping nine defensive linemen. Where does that put us here in terms of numbers? Uh, after that one, that's 34. Okay. All right. Let's move on now to the linebackers and for the linebackers, we're going to keep six guys here. What are those six guys that you have on here, Derek? Okay. So obviously Darius Leonard, Bobby Okariki rounded out. Zaire Franklin's there. EJ speed is there. Matthew Adams showing what he's done and Mm -hmm. to round out the rest of the special teams ones, and that is Jordan Glasgow. I know the Kafusi being out of there, that's rough. I, I've fell in love with Curtis Bolton as well this preseason. I, I love what he's done. But, I mean, you know, I, I just don't – I mean, the funny thing is, I mean, the Colts, the Colts kept seven last year. So mm-hmm. do they decide to keep, you know, Isaiah Kafusi on this – uh, on this roster, I don't know. I, I mean, that would be very interesting to see if they kept seven again, but I honestly believe they keep six. Right. I think the reason they kept seven was because, first off, they like all these linebackers that they have you just mentioned, but also they had Anthony Walker, so I think now they'll probably keep six because Walker's obviously in Cleveland now. But, yeah, I think six is a good number here for these linebackers. And hopefully Isaiah Kafusi can be on the practice squad and come up when needed because I, you're right. I liked what he did. I liked what Curtis Bolton did in the preseason. Uh, I would like for both of these guys to be on the practice squad if all possible. All right, so we added six there. Where are we at now? We only have two more positions. We are at 40. We're at 40. Okay, awesome. We have three positions. We have have the specialists included. Yes, we have to keep three guys for special teams as well. Hmm. So really we're at 43. So we only have 10 more roster spots left. All right, let's go to corner. So how many corners are the Colts going to keep? Derek, this is something we went back and forth on between five and six. Where did you ultimately land here? I'm going six. Uh, I'm going six because I think still with the uncertainty of that third corner position, they're still looking for that solid depth there at that spot. And, you know, I know they only kept five last year, but I mean, they should definitely keep six. You know, Xavier Rhodes, Kenny Moore to round it out, of course. Then, you know, you have TJ Carey, the vet. Uh, Isaiah Rogers, who's been really impressive in the preseason so far. Rocky Sin, who's been struggling. And then that sixth one, 
that's that's up to you, man. I mean, that, that's tough because you know Marvel Tell could be there, but then again, Marvel Tell hasn't played for a year and it's showing. He's not playing very well and he got injured. You got Andre Chatari, uh, that you know has really been playing well this off season. You have Holton Hill, who you signed. Would probably go with Andre to be completely okay. honest, but. You know, it's whether or not they keep six. They didn't keep six last year. We'll see if they don't this year. But I think if that was my six, I would put Andre Jatari at the uh, at the last uh, spot there for me. That's so tough because I see, like, probably if I was constructing a roster, I, I would do that as well because he can play some free safety and he can also play some corner. So they like that position flexibility from him. But also just Marvel Tell to give up on a guy like Marvel Tell, who I get it, he's a little rusty, but he's got the physical freak talent. Like a lot of people were even saying he could be the number two corner. So it's hard for me to just be like, yeah, I'm just going to cut ties with him. Oh, that's tough. I probably will go Shikari or Shikari. I can never pronounce his name. I apologize. His, his, his girl said it on Twitter the other day. I can't remember how she pronounced it, but it, but she said she pronounced it how it was supposed to be, but I forget how she said it. <laughs> well, it, I wanted know, to try it, to re- physically remember that, but I didn't. Even when I try I to remember something, I can't remember it. Crap. Let me see if I can find it. Maybe, oh my gosh. maybe I can find it. So because she, she mentioned it, she mentioned how it was spelled, and, and you know, like people keep asking her. How do you pronounce that last name? Because I think there's probably about five different ways that people pronounce it. So I'm sure he probably gets sick and tired of uh, people calling it that way. I'm going to be honest. I don't think you and I were correct in the way that we were pronouncing it either. Uh, okay. Sashere. Sashere. Okay. Sashere. 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 Okay. So if he makes this roster, we will get it right. <laughs> we will get it right. I promise. Andre we'll right Sashere. But yeah, all right, cool. Shashere, Andre Shashere. All right, we got it. We got it. All right, yeah, I, I think I'm going to keep him. I do. All right. So that leaves four spots for the safety. Who are your four guys? Um. Well, I mean, you know, I, this is the one position where it's kind of thin here. You know, I mean, it. it we, they kept five last year. So, you know, I mean, this could be the odd position here. But obviously, Blackman and Willis and George Odom staying. And I am going with Sean Davis, the rookie. Okay. Probably the number three safety. And then George Odom, more of the special teams guy. But yeah, I think you're right there. So that puts us at 50. Then we got our special teams guys. We got Rigoberto, Rodrigo, and Luke Rhodes to round it out. So there you guys go. Our official 53-man roster predictions. Obviously, a lot can change. You know, and I think it will throughout the course of the season. A lot of different players are going to be in and out all the time. There's going to be injuries that happen like it is every single year. But right now, in terms of cuts, and cuts are happening on Tuesday, that's our official prediction, guys. Derek, I thought that was a pretty good prediction. I did. I thought yeah, we combed that- through it enough. We we thought about it. We discussed it. And I think we we ended up with a pretty good roster here. Yeah, that's that, that was tough, man. Some of these positions, you know, being so thin in the safety group and, you know, the amount of – options you have on the defensive line this year as well is going to be very very difficult so a lot of discussion there honestly if andre hang on hang on let me say 
Shashere. Shashere. If he makes the roster, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get like this giant sign like right in front of my TV that has his name in bold, the pronunciation that his his girlfriend put. I'm gonna put that right there just because, so I don't butcher it. Mm -hmm. All right, guys. Well, that'll do it for our look at the 53 man roster predictions for the Colts before cutdowns. Let us know if you guys agree. Let us know what you guys think on some of those more controversial positions. Do you agree with Derek? Do you agree with myself? Let us know in the comments below. That'll do it for this one, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. And as always, go Colts. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.